Does size matter? Well, Roland Emmerich seems to think so. We look back at a classic nostalgic blockbuster from our time, 1998's Godzilla. If you could call him Godzilla, but we'll talk about that tonight on the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hello, Matt, and hello, Justin. Hello, Yo, Joe! Joe. <laughs> you pulled a Matt. <laughs> Congratulations, you get one Matt point. <laughs> Yay! Hey, Joe, real quick before we get started, I have a question for you. Does size matter? Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, what did you see, old man? <laughs> Godzilla. <laughs> yes, we are talking about the 1998 Godzilla uh, by TriStar Entertainment, and this movie was also directed by Roland Emmerich or Emmerich. I, I promise this is not a, a Roland Emmerich uh, podcast, but it, it's no coincidence that some of the you know big blockbusters of the summer uh, of this time. Were done by him. Um, like I said in the last episode with Independence Day, uh, he kind of reignited the summer blockbuster with you know uh, these big movies with big casts and a lot of special effects, uh, had a lot of hype, uh, big crowds, huge advertising campaigns. This is one of the biggest ones. I-, I might be so bold as to say that this is probably one of the biggest advertising campaigns since like Batman '89. Oh yeah, I'd say that's accurate. Right? I mean, yeah, like, I, I think they. I mean, two songs with like multiple genres. They had. God, I mean, you couldn't go anywhere without having like a Godzilla cup. You know, <laughs> it was just like yeah. every, there really hasn't been uh, a whole lot like that. Um, certainly not not in the last few years. Um, but like, if you look back at that era, you know, like we were all in high school at this point and we were like during the summer we were just being bombarded by these you know massive ad campaigns uh, yeah. for for these movies you know that that year you know 98 it was like godzilla was the thing the year before that um you had men in black like that was being shoved down our throats um and batman <laughs> and robin you know so it was I thought that was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I watch that movie, sometimes I do feel like it's being shoved down my throat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jesus. But no, like, we, we, you really don't get anything like that anymore. Disney movies and kids movies that have, like, you know, Happy Meal toys and, you know, a lot of commercials and, you know, uh, things like that. You know, songs on the radio. But, yeah, I think in terms of a movie like Adult Geared, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. There's got to be something I'm just not thinking of. But we're talking about like 25 years, you know, like something had to have come. Right. Out. Well, I mean, even like the year after that, you had you know episode one. Yeah, I mean, but I don't even think the 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 sequel trilogy had a huge marketing campaign. I mean, it, what about it, the Marvel nothing, movies? Nothing Did like they that. Yeah. What about the Marvel movies? Was there a lot for that? I mean, I don't know. I mean, even you said, Matt, like, uh, at, at some point, I don't remember what episode you talked about it in, but, like, how they were so subtle with their, like, 
you know, trailers. They didn't show much. They didn't really put a lot out there. So, I mean, I don't know. I think that that just kind of, like, because when Iron Man came out, that was the first one. Like, it wasn't, like, a big to-do. And um, I think it just sort of, like, inserted itself in the public where we created the advertisement campaign ourselves, if that makes sense. You know, like, just because of, like, oh, wow, this connected universe and... Like everybody's talking about, but like, did they really ever like? Did you see that shit everywhere? I mean, I don't really remember seeing it all over the place. It's it's no, hard. Not not at the time. No, it's hard now because advertising is very different than it was back then. You know, like we're talking about a pre-internet or or pre-internet important you know uh, time where you know you didn't rely on that for life. I guess. Yeah, there, there's this scene when they're in Madison Square Garden, and she's like. Our new station is on a thing, the internet. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, can, I can communicate <laughs> with oh, the Oh, there's a lot of things in this movie that uh, that really date it, and and just go to show that Roland Emmerich is a fucking alien who came to this planet and made movies based on American and European stereotypes. Because these Which is why he cast half the cast of The Simpsons. Holy shit! Yeah. Um, so for those of you who haven't seen this, this was kind of a reboot of the Godzilla franchise that went terribly wrong. As you heard us say, the advertising campaign was was gigantic, and the movie starred Matthew Broderick as Nick. It's Tatopolis. Yeah, he's like he's like such an asshole about the fact that people can't say his name, and it was just because it was the guy who designed the creature, right? Is that yeah, Patrick Tatopolis? Yeah, and I guess. That was their way. I don't, it wasn't good enough to make it his the character's name. They had to have like a shtick to it that no one could say it. Yeah. Uh, it also stars Maria Tapillo as its girlfriend. And <laughs> we have John Renault as Special Agent Paris Baguette. <laughs> and you ha- this coffee. <laughs> he reminds me of Splinter from like Ninja Turtles. Like his humor and the things that he's like finds funny. I don't know, I got that, like, especially the uh-huh, Elvis I shit. Funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you have Hank Azaria as Brooklyn McCamera Guy. And then Can't all... Harry Shearer as Kent Brockman. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, all the other Simpsons ca- cast members, like you mentioned before, are, are in this movie. And uh, this movie is very wet. It's a very, very wet, rainy movie. Yes. Um, I feel like that's also a character. Uh, it, star- <laughs> it's, it stars Rain. It stars, it stars uh, the worst U.S. military uh, ever imagined because they basically destroy uh, New York City more than the monster does. And I watching that this time, I'm just like, how the fuck is this like a thing? And then like, it's so silly to me now and, when I watch it because I didn't really pick up on that when I saw it as a kid, I guess, or whatever, however old I was. Yeah, and, and the Twin Towers make it out unscathed. Oh, uh, that, that thing does not date well at all you know especially being that like that comment is what three years later right we had the we had 9-11 so i mean it's so close that i don't know if people like who weren't born for 9-11 are going to make the distinction that like he's not talking about that trade center bombing when the when the right. reporter's like i haven't seen destruction like this since the world trade center bombing and i'm just like ooh, that joke did not <laughs> did yeah. not age well at all yeah that's exactly like katie had walked in the room for 15 minutes and she's, they said that line and she was like "Ooh!" <laughs> I, was just like, I was like don't worry they destroy every other building <laughs> this movie also stars a favorite of mine that i've mentioned caught a few times fruitopia 
the favorite drink of the 90s. Uh-huh. <laughs> I saw the Fruitopia machine. I'm like, there you go. <laughs> there it is. And all there it is. And it features the uh, level design of Doom 2 with, the <laughs> <laughs> with most of the Godzilla chase scenes. <laughs> wow, yeah. It, it sure fucking like, is. It, it felt like, I was like, look at the buildings. I was like, why are there corners in a grid city? Did you notice every single building is exa- it's just like the, the worst cheap render? They're like, they'll just be looking at the dinosaur. <laughs> I mean, that, that that's why it's raining the entire fucking movie. Yeah. You, you gotta yeah, to hide it. the bad CG. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, they do a is, great job, but they tried. Yeah. It's not that the uh, the mini Godzillas looked um, bad. Like it's just they floating. weren't. Yeah. The, oh my god! I was like, they just made them like run animation and then physically moved the the, the artifacts. So it's yeah. like they would move. Did you know their feet would slide because of the way they did? They were so obvious. Like I was like, oh my god, this is so bad. But it was because they weren't getting wet. So you got to see. All the awfulness. Yeah. I, I knew at the time. I like. I knew that they looked bad, but this time watching it, I really noticed how bad they looked I, because they're not touching the fucking ground. Yeah, it's like yeah. so many. Like, yeah, there's. Yeah, I liked that they did have a nice mix of practical and special effects. You know that when the practical would come in, I actually appreciated that. But yeah. that only highlighted how bad the CG was. Because you had, like, this really good-looking, uh, you know, practical Godzilla baby. And then when you put it, like, next to all the CG ones, it's just like, oh. It looked like Yoshi from the fucking Super Mario Bros. movie. It did look like Yoshi. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they really looked like the big Yoshis. The whole thing had, like, the, the reek of the raptor scene, you know, just amped up. Just poorly done. You know, um, yeah, yeah. The, the I didn't, I didn't notice, but you guys have been talking about this, and I, I, I honestly didn't notice that. I, I didn't notice how how they slid around and stuff like that. That I don't know, maybe because I was a little. That's like the end of the movie, and I get a little like checked out by that time, so I don't know. That, right. Yeah, it's a long movie. It's well it is. two hours. Yeah, it's a long movie. Um, There's like a like forty five minutes of that whole raptor scene. I'm like, oh my! Like I had paused yeah. it and walked away. Came came back and when I unpaused it, I saw how much was left. I was like, oh my god! There's so much left. They're like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like they couldn't make up their mind about what they wanted these things to be. It's like the raptors from Jurassic Park, the fucking the gremlins from Gremlins. Like every like scene and shot with them kind of almost like took from something else. I, I felt like. I watched them running. I'm like, oh, that's that looks like it's from this movie. I watched them fucking open the door and see them all. I'm like, oh, that that reminds me of this. So like, I don't know. It's right. a very tropey sort of moment. Um, but it didn't it, it didn't really bother me. I don't think it's a bad scene. I mean, listen, in general, I I do I like the movie. Yeah, no, I just I have a history of the, with this movie that I'll, I'll talk about in a second. So I'm I'm not shitting on it. I'm just shitting on the CGI. Yeah. All right. Well, there's there's so much to talk about with this movie. So. Um, to sort of uh, keep on some kind of track, maybe what we'll do is uh, just go into, I guess, your thoughts about the movie before you saw it, because the uh, the marketing campaign was just you know huge, and then your first time seeing it. Um, so, go ahead, Matt. Tell me. I I don't really remember very like I remember like all the the marketing for it and the anticipation, and I saw it theaters and I. 
I, I don't really remember my first impression, but what I do remember is um, that Christmas I'd gotten my first DVD player and Godzilla was the first movie I got. So I watched it like over and over. Um, so when I think of this movie, like it's a, it was like being able to watch, like to pause it. And I would, I was pausing it constantly to see different shots because it was like, you know, how I was pausing on VHS, you know, versus on a DVD yes. and actually getting freeze frames. It was like, it blew my mind and I wanted to see every single thing. I think I went through like every special effect shot, like frame by frame. Cause I was just like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Um, I know that like, <laughs> I was watching the movie with Katie in the room and I was saying every line as they were saying it. And I was like, Oh my God, I've just realized this is the worst movie that I know all the lines to. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the truth. I even I was taking French at, in high school at the time, so I even knew the French. And she was like, "You know everything." I was like, "Yeah, I'd watch it without the, the French subtitles, just so I knew what they were saying and stuff." So yeah, it's like "C'est la mort. French roast. <laughs> That's the brand, French roast. Yeah." Yeah, so I mean, it has a it has a huge nostalgia factor for me. Yeah, I, I don't think of it as a Godzilla movie. I think of it as like something like it's it's its own completely different thing. Like it ha besides namesake, it has nothing to do with Godzilla, as far as I'm concerned. No, I don't think so either. Even the origin of the creature is different. You know, it's it's an irradiated iguana, <laughs> which is what it looks like, right? So it's so funny that they like <laughs> they get the French to be like. This is all our fault. <laughs> They're like, you terrible French nuclear testers. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's our country's mistake. It can't be the U.S.'s fault. It has to be, has to be yeah, France. Yeah, I, I know. Which yeah, because yeah, you can't market a movie in the United States where the villain is the U.S. military uh, bombing their country and creating all these like abominations. Um, I mean, like, when I think about this movie, I... Like Matt, I also mostly think of the marketing campaign more than my first impression of it because I honestly don't really remember where I first saw it. I don't know if I saw. Yeah, it in I, don't, I don't. I re don't. I remember yeah. that I did see it, but I just remember like the music videos. Yeah, and oh, yeah. like yeah, I was a huge Godzilla fan growing up. I mean, everybody it was. You've never not been a huge Godzilla fan. No, no, I know. I, I still am. I'm just like putting myself in that time time frame. Okay. Yeah, like like it was such a big deal to me back then. So, you know, like, I remember, like, when I was, uh, like, you know, teenager, uh, well, probably before I was a teenager, I, uh, every, every Saturday I had to do yard work in the summertime, every Saturday, and I would get, like, 20 bucks from my parents, like, I spent hours, like, mowing in the grass and picking up shit and whatever, and then I would get 20 bucks, and I would use that 20 bucks to rent um, a movie, and it was usually a uh like a horror movie and at that time for a long time it was like just like kaiju movie it was just that stuff while i was mowing the lawn all day um i would tape tnt's monster vision because there was a time where it came on in the, like saturday mornings and then i would like rent a horror movie and then watch the tape that i recorded and i would use the rest of the money to get snacks and that was like my weekend when i was kind of like just you know doing my own thing and not like seeing friends and stuff like that so Godzilla was like a big thing because that was like what Monster Vision was geared towards for a couple of years. Just fucking Godzilla movies, kaiju movies, uh, like King Kong and stuff. And when this was coming out, you know, I, I had seen like every one at that point and I was just a huge fan. So um, I was really excited about it. But I had, you know, 
my expectations sort of lower just knowing that like my love for it was based on like the Japanese movie so see, having an American one I was just like okay I'm not really gonna I'm probably not gonna feel like this is a Godzilla movie I feel like it's just gonna be like a monster movie which I love anyway you know so I had a separation from the beginning and when I saw yeah. it um I was like one of those things I, I kind of wanted to like it more than I did and I was disappointed with a lot of it like the special effects I thought were kind of ho-hum and acting yeah well yeah besides that I didn't like the look of Godzilla like I thought he was kind of cool but the CG was really bad, you know, so it, it took me out of it. And I'm like, well, we had Jurassic Park. I don't know why it was so terrible. And I would, it would, how great would it have been, like, have something practical at one point? We never really... I don't think we got anything hey, not practical. Nothing. Right? You just said he looked pretty cool. I, I, I think... Uh, I'm going to have to call you out, Joe. I think you just misgendered Godzilla. Oh. <laughs> 2023? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's oh, going to care. Like, what would... What, Godzilla's preferred pronouns be. I don't know. Well, Shit, I mean, garbage. Even Matthew Broderick, <laughs> even Matthew Broderick misgendered him because he flat out said, "And he's pregnant." <laughs> well, nowadays you could be a man and get pregnant, apparently. So, to be fair, uh, some South African frogs have been known to switch gender <laughs> in a single-sex environment. Are you sniffing a shell as you say this? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sniffing eggshells. I, I, I like I thought the design was cool, I guess I should say, but like the the execution of it all was uh not great. I didn't like the way the CG looked. I was kinda hoping like there's nothing practical in there of Godzilla, right? Like not, not I'm not missing there's, something. I think there's one shot. Yeah, yeah one shot. Team. Um kinda towards the beginning when he when he lifts up the uh the truck. Okay. He's got the truck in his mouth and it's going back and forth. Yes. That's yes. practical. You are right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And um, they use that same practical later when the when they're in their mouth with the cab, right? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Probably. Probably. I mean, they probably do. Just to recycle the model. I I just yeah. think they 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 kind of it's it's funny because like you had Jurassic Park already and Independence Day has some pretty good looking special effects. Some of the stuff was like whatever we talked about last time. Yeah, I thought I just thought like it'd be better, especially with like the, the budget for this movie was what like a hundred and fifty million dollars or something like that. It was yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a huge budget. They like they had the money. I think half uh, that went to marketing. Hundred million to make it and like thirty million on on promotion. Probably more and than then, that. I would say there's probably then, more than thirty million on promotion. I mean, and like, then, but yeah, but like, come on, like, how much they couldn't afford to like make a good script? I don't know. That's just weird. <laughs> well, well okay, means... so let's let's talk about that. For yeah, a go ahead. Though, I, because I, I figured you'd bring this up. Yeah, and and like this is this is one of like because I actually followed the development of this movie in '92, a couple of years. I remember reading about these things in Fangoria magazine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's probably about when I first heard about like the American Godzilla. Six years before it came out, they were talking about this movie, right? Yeah, yeah. and it, that like that was in development for a long time, yeah. and for a while there, so they had a script. I haven't read it, but from whatever from everything I heard, it was actually a very good script. It was, it was, um, but it was basically impossible to make. It was very, it was very, it would have been yeah. very expensive. Yeah, it would have been very expensive, but they had. Um, it had Godzilla fighting uh, a monster called the Griffin, and they had um, Yandabot, who had directed Speed, and uh, he would go on to direct Twister. Uh, he was attached to direct the movie. Uh, Stan Winston had been hired to design Godzilla, and his Godzilla looks 
fucking phenomenal. Actually, I'm going to post the pictures of, of yeah. that. Yeah, Stan Winston's Godzilla the, design was basically Godzilla. It looked it looked incredible with like sort yeah. of a you know like a sea creature like there was some kind of American feel to it. I remember looking at it and I'm like, that's cool. It doesn't look like Godzilla exactly, but like it's got the slightest but, twist on it. Um, right, but you look at it, you say that's Godzilla. Like there's no more, more than this. this was a giant iguana which was you know it's kind of cool looking i guess but it was not godzilla at all and that that was that was a huge well hold on I'll, I'll get back to that but in any case so like that movie's in development and then the studio says this is way too fucking expensive absolutely not and that's when yonda bond says i'm done goodbye i'm gonna make a fucking tornado movie his name was yonder bot yon de bont oh all right yon de bont it still um, is. It still is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's still alive when they start to eat you. <laughs> but in any case, so then um, Sony wasn't even the ones who brought up uh, Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich. Toho did. They're the ones who, like, they saw Independence then. They were like, let's give these guys a shot. What about them? So they went. So Sony goes to Dean Devlin. Dean Devlin goes to Roland Emmerich, and Emmerich doesn't want anything to do with it. He doesn't give a flying fuck about Godzilla. Interesting question. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Did you name your Echo Godzilla? <laughs> That's my, that was my watch. Okay. <laughs> Did you name your watch Godzilla or Emmerich? <laughs> Both. <laughs> It's Emmerich Godzilla. Um, <laughs> it's a role, and Emmerich doesn't want anything to do uh, with Godzilla. He doesn't care. But Dean Devlin, like, he convinces them. Toho sends them this, like, 75-page document, basically stating everything they can and cannot do with Godzilla. Um, <laughs> they ignore half of it. Yeah, I was going to say, they must have ignored all that. Not everything. Not everything. They, they had specific... Um, design cues that they had to stick to and they did you know he had to have a certain number of uh you know spines on his back uh the toes had to be the same number the fingers had to be the same number of fingers um and he had to be a product of uh nuclear testing or or some kind of nuclear um uh accident or something they said he can't they can't make fun of him he can't eat people. He can't be silly. Oh yeah, he um, can't. He can't be silly. Did they? Silly. Did they see their own movies where he was like teaching his son how to blow smoke rings? <laughs> I mean, like, well, this was the eyes, eyes on some of those Godzillas, man. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, you should post some of the, the those fucking things up there on the, on the social media site with, with, with the letter with the, side, wall eyes. yeah with the letter next to it saying he should not be silly like these are the commandments that they wrote for us well they also told them they can't kill him they did all that stuff and it's not even they him did a lot of that stuff <laughs> so you ended up with a script that had a line like it's an island water on all sides so yeah an, an island <laughs> we know what a fucking island is <laughs> well okay is that the dumbest line in the movie is that it? Is that where we're drawing the line? Because that's a lot of fish. That's a lot of fish. <laughs> oh my god! Like every one of those like one-offs was like so. I don't want to say cringy because I feel like saying cringy has become cringy, but it was just like, <laughs> oh man, this is like so lazy first draft. Like 
we'll come up with something better type of writing. Oh yeah, a lot of placeholders in that that never got uh, resolved. And then I'm pretty sure Hank Azaria's lines were just not in the script at all. It just says, uh, Animal says what's happening. <laughs> we're in its mouth! We're in its mouth! I kind of like... I got that. I kind of I think Hank Azaria is like one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah, he was good. He was likable. Yeah. Yeah, he did a good job. Hey, no, he 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 was, but I thought again, his uh, like he's the character who says the obvious thing. Yeah, but uh, his his wife, I wonder if her line, uh, Victor, get back here, you retard, <laughs> was in <laughs> was in the script. <laughs> I was like, wait, so she is she. Her and the blonde girl are both supposed to be from New York, and that's the variety of accents we get. <laughs> like I said, he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He just kind of like he sees like I don't know, like Looney Tunes stereotypes, and then he just runs with it. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, but I feel like it's much more prominent in this movie than it was in Independence Day. Oh yeah, yeah, it was amped up definitely because the whole thing took place in New York for the most part. I mean that that's yeah, where, that, sure. I mean that's where the creature was at least. When they were putting the fish down, they could have uh, instead of them saying like because they were making a big pile and it was like he could have said and he, what he said was that's a lot of fish. Okay, but I would have loved if they said that is one big pile of fish. <laughs> 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 it would have been even better had they had Jeff Goldblum play that character. <laughs> yeah. That is one. And honestly, kind of would have made more sense. Yeah, because <laughs> right, he, he looks out the window and he goes, "Very clever." And I'm thinking, like, clever girl. And then he goes, "That's a lot of fish." I'm like, "Where's that?" Is one big pile of fish? <laughs> you know, like, like I'm like, why don't you just? They just took the Jurassic Park script and like dumbed it down to like a fifth grade level <laughs> that's as many fish else, were in its mouth <laughs> does anybody else almost feel like Spielberg wanted to like beat them to the punch when he did the end of the lost world I mean did this come out around the same time I don't remember the lost world came out in 97 Godzilla came out in 98 mm. actually the first trailer for Godzilla came out a year ahead of time. So the first trailer came out in 97. Okay. Like, let, let's talk about that for a second, because those trailers were better than the whole movie. They were. In fact, the entire marketing campaign leading up to the movie was better than the movie. Uh, even the, the fishing, Taco Bell commercials. Yeah, the fishing scene. Yes, trailer, that's what I was thinking about, the fishing scene. was fantastic. That and was it even was extended because it showed, like, its eye come up in the trailer. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think they used that shot somewhere else in the movie, though. It's important to note that they did not show Godzilla anywhere uh, until you no. saw the movie. It was a very, very well-kept secret. I remember a little leak um, with the Taco Bell stuff. Um, yeah, it was like the cup topper, right? The cup topper, yeah. And I saw it before I saw the movie. I'm like, that's probably not what he looks like. Um, <laughs> and it was, but that's fine. I, I you know, it, I, the toys too, um, Treadmaster did the toys for that movie. And I think some of those and were kind of bankrupt immediately afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, eh, you know, uh, yeah, the Taco Bell, I remember Taco Bell being big and 
you know, it's like, I, I mean, who really, like, flocked to Taco Bell for stuff? You know, like, I don't ever remember them since, really, having um, any kind of marketing campaign like this. Like, there's no Happy Meal or kids' toys at Taco Bell or anything close to that. And I don't remember them doing anything after that. You know what's funny? The only other fucking cups they sold at Taco Bell, oddly enough, were fucking for Batman 89. Yeah, Bat- yeah mm-hmm. I was just going to say, uh, Taco Bell had the tie-in for the first Batman. Yeah. So these two giant uh, you know, advertising campaigns. They didn't even have Baja Blast yet. <laughs> Remember the underwater scenes where they're chasing with the submarine? That stuff looked cool. Well, let me ask you a question. Have you ever actually been in water and like if you can see 50 yards in like pure daylight in cancun on the perfect day it's a nice day they made, it was like a pool in the freaking hudson river like, oh yeah yeah i mean you put your hand <laughs> in the hudson river you, you can't even see it yeah you can't see an inch in front of you in the hudson that's i was just like i was like i can't suspend my disbelief from this I mean, you put your hand and it comes out covered with a film <laughs> i mean that might be a normal man swimming under there and then that's what he looked like after <laughs> I, I got to say one thing about this movie, and, and uh, it's something that I thought about, and just kind of uh, think about this for a minute. Now, this movie, um, like I said, I think the budget was about $150 million, something around there. It was pretty close to that. And the movie made like $330 million. That's a big profit. They, they, they definitely doubled, more than doubled their profit. But it was considered a failure. Even though the numbers in the box office were very high, nowadays you don't have that anymore. Like if it makes money, we're making more. Period. End of story. It doesn't matter if people think it's stupid or it wasn't that good, because the prop that the flop of this movie was not financial. The flop of the movie was the fans did not like it, and they were like, "We're not going to make money on a sequel." You do not see that shit today, because people are just like tied to franchises where they'll just watch it anyway and maybe a big part of that is that you don't have to go to the theater to see everything as a matter of fact most things you don't go to the theater to see anymore it's it's streaming but like that wouldn't happen nowadays if a movie came out and made more than double its profit there would be a sequel out the next fucking week and it had sequel date at the end it it was supposed to be a trilogy yeah and they they had the uh, I know they had the second movie all yeah he was supposed to uh, they knew exactly what it was going to be the, they were the, going to Australia right and the last surviving uh, baby grows up and fights like an, in- an insect monster or something like that yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Uh, oh god try to remember what they called it I don't remember I, I, I don't remember oh oh they called they called it the Queen Bitch that's what it was called in the in the uh, not uh, they didn't have a script but in the like the story treatment for it it was called the Queen Bitch. Did you guys notice? <laughs> I'm, I'm transitioning off of that. <laughs> Did you guys notice how much, like, there had to be somebody whose job it was to like throw debris after things would explode on this movie? Like, so there's the scene after Madison Square Garden gets blasted, and like these obviously foam bricks just start like it's exploded and they're on the ground. And then, like, these foam bricks just kind of get thrown out and bounce off the... But they're obviously foam. And then multiple times, anytime a car explodes, it's like a guy who, like, rolls a tire by. It happens twice. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, there's one guy I, whose job I was a to roll thrower. <laughs> And he did it well. 
<laughs> he was like, no, but he was like off his cue, like so. It was just like they were, they were like boom, and then he throws it. <laughs> like, I'm like. <laughs> Oh. That's, so what, that, that, that's what I'm saying. It was like it, it, it was a far cry from everything else that had come out, and even their own movies. You know? It was to a degree. Yeah, it was. I, I'm curious about something. Like all three of us were living in New York at the time. Yeah, when, when yeah. this movie came out. Did you think it happened? No. Uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> that's not where I was. At. Well, they shot this movie in New York. Well, some of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they did. They sh- they sh- they shot a lot in New York. Um, do you guys like remember? Any of that? No, not really. Do you? Yes. I remember I, something going on by Central Park. See, I, I remember even just like reading in the newspaper, because the newspaper was covering it like every day for some reason. Because the Daily News was covering it pretty well, like while they were shooting. Yeah. And one of the biggest things that they were saying was that they were getting so many complaints from the people who were living there. Yes, I do remember like that. Like, in the neighborhood. I remember seeing it on the news, like, like news reports and stuff at night, yes. people complaining about it. Yeah, yeah. It was just, like, every day they were like, oh, they blew something else up, and now everybody's pissed off. Because they would shoot missiles everywhere, you know? And they were like, oh, oh, hey, oh, I'm walking here. <laughs> As New Yorkers I'm talk. I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with you face, eh? <laughs> Let me get a bagel with a schmear. Fucking line before? Hey, you fucking um, cocksucker! These fucking guys with their giant fucking iguanas. Hey, hey, yo! They got us perfectly. Huh? They captured our essence and accents perfectly. It's almost insulting. It's like, hey, that's our word for us. <laughs> you don't get to use that word. <laughs> Cultural appropriation. Hey, yeah. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. Like, how dare you do New York face? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, but, like, yeah. (laughs) Some of the accents, I'm just like, I don't think they know what people (laughs) from New York sound like. (laughs) No, they don't. No. I was like... (laughs) I don't know. It's like the the opening of Ninja Turtles 2. Um, where every single person in the world is eating pizza, pizza, and I'm just like, do you think New York is like this? (laughs) I mean, overall, I have to say, like, I enjoyed watching it, I enjoyed watching it again, and I'm glad I own it. It's like, it's one of those movies where it's just like, it's stupid, but it's fun, you know, for both nostalgia and, I don't know, I think it's it's a pretty cool movie, you know, just if you just uh, sit on the couch and eat some popcorn, play on your phone, have it on. It is, so, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a good movie for the summer. I mean, I, that's usually when I watch it. I, I separate it obviously from like a regular Godzilla movie, but I, I enjoy it for what it is. And um, yeah, so talk about something that, and I'll ask Justin first. Talk about something that you really liked about the movie. Uh, a lot of my favorite stuff, and I, I will say I do enjoy this movie, and I, I always have. It's it's stupid, but it's it's fun, just like Independence Day. It's stupid. But it's fun. But, like, my favorite stuff in the movie is actually the first act. Mm. It's, like, all the build-up leading up to the reveal of Godzilla. Yeah. And then, like, his his initial attack once he gets to Manhattan. Um, I love all of that. I, I feel like the build-up is done really well. And then the reveal is also done well. Even though I'm not a huge fan of the design, if you're going to call it Godzilla, I, I do like all of that. Um, Girl, what about you? I, I, I agree with that. Um, I do I do 
that's the stuff I enjoy the most. Uh, I like when I think about like you know the parts I I look forward to. Yeah, it's it's the same things. Really, me and Justin probably have the same scenes uh, that that we like. You know, um, before his actual reveal. I will say like just to add something a little bit uh, different to it. Although I don't love the ending, like that they kill Godzilla, and like how they kill just by just you know, we just shot it with a couple more missiles. It worked this time. You know, like there was like kind of like all right, whatever. But I, I did sort of like the moment at the end. I thought it was well done where Matthew Broderick's character is like, you know, in front of it and just kind of like watching it like sort of take its last couple breaths and you hear the heartbeat stop. Yeah. Very King Kong. It's, I it is very Kong. Yeah, it's very King Kong. Again, there's a lot that this movie just pulls from other giant monster movies and, and, and horror movies, and that's fine. It's kind of like the <laughs> like how Star Wars pulls all these other little things to, to make, you know, their movie. Um, it did this. Does it's like it in poetry? A, it rhymes. It does it in a stupider it's way. Like poetry it rhymes. Yeah, and I love when and Puff Daddy was fighting Godzilla. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> when Puff Daddy was just screaming at Godzilla uh, and and rap fighting, I was just like, "Wow!" I'm like, "This is intense!" Like, I didn't expect this. <laughs> and even though the movie, Jimmy Page shows up for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and even though the movie has the song. In the tr- in the credits, yeah, it has to edit it, <laughs> so it's like, yes, I don't like you, I'll fucking bite you, can't stand nobody like you, or whatever. And it's like, I don't fucking. It's like Wah! they do the Godzilla roar yeah, as a the Godzilla roar. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was cool, actually. I kind of like that. So but the you, fact that they had the, I don't know, like I just they just wanted to keep its rating. You, like you guys all know that the fire breathing scene like wasn't in the movie, right? Like they had to do that afterwards. And that's why it looks so fucking weird. That makes sense. Yeah, like, because they were like, he's supposed to breathe fire. And they didn't have him do that. That 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 thing looks weird. Like, it always did. And then, like, I found out, like, kind of recently that you just sort of put that in post to give him that, oh, we didn't do this Godzilla trope. We'll have him breathe fire. And I'm like, oh, well, all right, that makes sense now because it doesn't look... It, he's just roaring at the car, but they just sort of cheaply put well, in they, like, a fire effect. Yeah. Yeah, like they just kind of, like, composited in... And I never even understood what it was supposed to be. Like, is he breathing so hard it's blowing things up in front of him? Is he actually breathing fire? Like, what did you think about that when you saw that? I thought it was just him breathing so hard that it blew up the cars in front of him. And, like, maybe, like, when he exhales, because he's, like, radioactive, there's something in his breath that would ignite the cars. That was my takeaway from it. Yeah. I I didn't see it as, like, actual atomic breath. Did you think that too, Matt? I just assumed he was breathing fire. Like, because I I see the first scene where he does it, um, it's like two shots. Because there's one where he turns and he he, he starts breathing the fire. And then that actually looked pretty good. And then the scene that's, like, showing the fire spread out looked really shitty. It's like, well, that actually looked good. That did not, you know. But, yeah, I just thought it was like, because at some points you would just scream and you would see that it was, like, screaming so hard but like it can't be that he has atomic breath and it, I, I think it's just like i just look, looked at it like it was a dragon breathing fire it was done poorly the whole madison square garden bit whatever and even like after he's like you know the whole thing is he gonna look at us and be like you like the line from lost world but like you know and it's like he decides to start chasing them because that that was mad but when they actually get to the brooklyn bridge i really i really like that i think it was like a well shot scene and didn't like the way that the like the, he got hit with six missiles and just died. I'm like, okay, right? They show flesh flesh wounds on him, like, but maybe it was like they did. That was part of their way, like, 
to show, oh, like, we didn't destroy him. Maybe that's the way it was written. They couldn't do damage to his body or something like that, like blow his arm off or something like that. So they just wanted to, or make it less violent. But then I did, you know... He died of internal injuries. But yeah, it was actually, uh, it was kind of a sad ending. And then they, like, like walk off whistling, you know, it's kind of weird, you know? Now, I want to mention a couple quick things, um, just because I don't really know where else I'll fit them in, but there was a sequel of sorts to this movie, and it came in the form of the cartoon series. Which Which was a lot better than the movie. It was really good, yeah. I only saw a little bit here and there, and I remember, like, watching it when it was on, um, but... Um, I, I've heard people talk about it as well and uh, do reviews on it and stuff like that. And people really swear by the show. And they said they really picked up after that movie and they did a really great job with it. And it's essentially just about the one surviving Godzilla baby growing up and fighting other monsters, you know, with like a team of researchers and stuff that follow it around. And it had that like 90s kind of cartoon look, like a Men in Black cartoon, you know, it was... It was yeah. That's like the, the look it had to it and uh, very distinct. From what I saw, I liked and I would probably go back and watch it at some point, maybe. Uh, just to check it out. I don't think it's a very long series because it didn't, it didn't go on for forever. I think it was like two seasons and it was done, but that was the sequel. And they also kind of canonized this creature as not being Godzilla when Toho went and started making Godzilla movies again shortly after this. You know, not to be a total Godzilla nerd, but like they, you know, there was a different like series based on like the, the decades that Godzilla was out. So, um, the Millennium series of Godzilla started in 2000. So when this movie was a flop, they were like, all right, let's bring back real Godzilla. And they put it in a movie theater in America. And I, I went and yeah. saw that. I remember seeing that in the movie theater. I probably did see Godzilla 98 in the theater, but I definitely remember seeing Godzilla 2000 in the theater, which was like the movies that I really liked growing up. And it was just rubber suit Godzilla, you know, but just a little bit more um, updated. During that series of movies, there was like seven, I think seven or eight of them, at one point, they bring up, oh, the Americas thought they fought Godzilla, and the kid's like, that wasn't Godzilla, that was something else. That was in the classic Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, all-out monsters attack. In GMK, yes. <laughs> That's a real title. Then in uh, Final Wars, you actually, he fought that creature, and they renamed it Zilla. So it's like, yes. it just became part of like the Godzilla's like uh, a cast of fucking rogues, I guess. It was just another creature that he wound up fighting later on. And they did a really shitty CG version of it, and Godzilla killed it very quickly to sort of make fun of the fact that this thing was not Godzilla. It was super weak, and uh, that was kind of the big joke. So I think the well, exact length like, of time it took was 15 seconds. It was something like that. Yeah, it, it was. It was really ridiculous, and that was the whole point, you know. And uh, the CG looked pretty bad, but like it, it didn't matter because you know? they, they, they can't really do that stuff as well. Which is funny, because they create all the fucking technology in the world, but whatever. Yeah, in in all fairness, you know, um, it's only called Godzilla because on that boat, there's an old man, an old Japanese man that knows of Godzilla. He says it, that's where the I mean, that's where everyone thinks it's Godzilla, but, I mean, it's like, no, he was wrong. He just was like, yeah, how many giant lizard monsters are there in the world? (laughs) I guess he was talking about the real one, and then that's sort of what they Oh, my bad. He's like, oh, he's in the, it'd be really funny. They show, he's like, what do you see, old man? <laughs> and then they ask him later, he's like, I thought it was Godzilla, but I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Poorly dubbed. Uh, I will say, like, I didn't see this movie in the theater. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to. I wanted to. 
Um, but I just, I did not get a chance. Um, but I, the first time I actually saw what Godzilla looked like, because I didn't see that leak. I didn't see it. The first time I saw what Godzilla looked like, it was a black and white picture in the newspaper um, for the review oh, of the movie the day it came up. out. Yeah. That was the first time I saw him. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, that's awful. <laughs> that does not look like Godzilla at all, because he's, like, hunched over, like, in the picture. And I'm sure you guys have seen, like, the promotional picture I'm talking about. It's, like, him kind of hunched over in front of the Flatiron building. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it was that picture. I'm like, that is stupid. <laughs> You did a bad job, movie. You did a bad, bad job. Yeah, that's well, an iguana. Is... <laughs> <laughs> but I remember being severely disappointed by the by the design at the time. Now I think it's kind of a cool design um, because I'm able to kind of separate it from Godzilla. Yeah. You know. Um, but then I got pissed off again a couple of years later when I saw the Stan Winston design. I was like, why the fuck didn't you do that? Yeah. I was, it, um, it's really, really great looking. It is. It is. Um, but yeah, that, that was the first time I saw what Godzilla looked like. And then I saw it, I guess when I came out on VHS. Okay. We need the, the Snyder when I cut. Saw the movie. We need the Snyder cut of this movie where they just like, what did you see, old man? And he's like, what, what was its name? Zilla. Zilla. Zilla, yeah. They changed, they changed because his name. Because they took the god out of it. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, pretty much. Yeah, that's literally Jira. Toho's response. Right. Toho it's hates It's Gojira, you jackass. <laughs> hey, watch where you're going, asshole. Oh. <laughs> so, I would say, in honor of the... Clearly, the best joke in this movie really paid it off like multiple times the uh, Sis- Siskel and Ebert <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Yeah. we have to rate this with a thumbs up and thumbs down <laughs> <laughs> can I give a movie like, five thumbs up oh my god like seriously like what was that why like Cause they, cause, cause they, aside. they, pe- they were not they, fans they shit on Independence Day right yeah they were not fans of his yeah. shit so he made fun of them they're like good one because it wasn't really like an insult. No, it well, was no, just even like when they, even when Siskel and Ebert did their review of Godzilla, they said they missed an enormous opportunity. This was Siskel. It was Gene Siskel who said they missed an enormous opportunity by not having him kill us. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna put us in the movie, at least have Godzilla step on us. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the Snyder Cut. <laughs> the Emmerich cut. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, that's Godzilla. I still think Shin Godzilla is a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really can't. I really can't uh, say enough how big this marketing campaign was, and it's like it's just one of those things that like no one's really gonna know unless they like grew up in that time. But it was everywhere. Like th- this movie was everywhere, and. I think it would be, you know, if, if you're interested in, in, like, kind of getting an impression of that, if you don't remember, you weren't born that at that time, um, you know, go on YouTube and, like, look up some of, like, the stuff that was going on. There's probably little documentaries about the ad campaign for this, I'm sure. There's, 
you know, uh, independent documentaries all over YouTube for, for stuff like that. So I'm sure you could find something. But um, I, that that's really what sticks out the most when I think about this movie. Because I don't even remember if I saw it in a theater or not. But um, but I did think it was pretty good when I saw it, and I was into it. But it was really just like the, the, the time and everything around me. It was just everywhere you went. And um, that's sort of the nostalgic aspect of it. And that's, you know, what made it a summer blockbuster, obviously. Um, I... Uh, I do. I recommend the movie, you know. And if you haven't seen it in a while, I think it's worth a watch because it's a pretty good movie. If you just take the Godzilla out, like Toho did, um, I, will, <laughs> I, I, I will say though the, the the greatest advertisement for the Garth Edwards one that came out for me was when I read that the Toho executives watched the movie, and when the movie was over, they walked up to the director and they bowed to him, and I was like, okay, oh. so this is going to be oh, a pretty wow. good movie, yeah. Uh, this is going to be a pretty good movie. They were really impressed with it. And, I mean, obviously, as you guys know, that movie is fantastic. It is. It's great. It, it is a Godzilla movie, uh, through and through. But this is a good watch. Yeah, apparently the uh, Toho executives went up to Emmerich and uh, kicked him in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> they kicked him in his German spots. <laughs> yeah, we hope you enjoy. hope you keep listening. And um, we'll see you next week. Good fucking night. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Hey, guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, and that's at Sexy Vamp Teeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. So if you guys want updates on the show, please follow us on our social media sites, and make sure to tune in every Monday night for a new episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and good night. You've been listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Everything they can't. Oh my god. Starting over. I just took it off. Taking it that off is the problem? <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting over. Hello, Joe. <laughs> I fucking say hello.